the pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. It's spring, and Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island is your lawn care company. Call them today for a free quote, 401-392-1025. Check out their website, lawndoctor.com. Your best lawn ever, guaranteed. Call them now. Get that spring program. You have the fertilizer, then you guaranteed broadleaf crabgrass control. Your best lawn ever, guaranteed. Call Lawn Doctor today. Check out their website, lawndoctor.com, or call them 401-392-1025. John DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at the website, which is DePietro.com. Well, there he was over the weekend, President Trump. What a speech. He was in North Carolina. Folks, you can tell there's a tremendous sting that goes when someone, everyone I've knows that when they've really put their heart and soul into a campaign and they come up on the the wrong side of it, it's um, it's a very difficult process they are a lot of things to sort through. And I think what you're finding is someone who's um, the president really starting to kind of get his legs under him. It was a lot. You know, they they lost. They had to leave Washington, uh, ridiculed by the press. But by all accounts, um, what he's saying now, I think let's make no mistake about it. President Trump is still the leader of the party. It is still the, his Republican Party. And what a lot of on the Sunday shows that consume with it, how could it still be his party? How could they still be listening to him? Because President Trump understands, number one, he hits the right issues. Number two, he understands what it's like to go up against these types of individuals. And they don't play by the rules. And, you know, without, I don't know every element of what happened in November, but no one should feel comfortable uh, this has nothing to do with President Trump, by the way. Our elections have really run into some problems. He he is exactly right. Uh, election day should be that election day. When you start to extend it and all these mail-in ballots and everything else, that's when you increase the possibility, likelihood of fraud in, in plain English. And it doesn't matter whether it's President Trump or it's, it's uh, you know, in a local election. This business, he's also right that, you know, it used to be an absentee ballot and you had to have an excuse of why you couldn't do it. So the the further you get away and notice locally, they want to have far more mail ballots and early voting and all these things. You you lose control. Rhode Island's different also because, I mean, we have what is considered the worst voter rolls in, in the country. There's really no opposition against Secretary of State Nelly Gropia regarding that. They want to expand it. They do all types of things. But President Trump, he just he explains it in a way you can't um, they they fear him. I mean, he dominated the Sunday shows and everyone. They've also they lied about what happened on January 6th. You know, what, first of all, in the beginning, they said there was 30 million dollars worth of damage at the Capitol on January 6th. That didn't happen. They said that there were five people killed. That didn't happen. Um, so people come very circumspective exactly you know what what did go on but going back to november in a lot of these different states obviously arizona they're trying to go through i just i don't understand the media and the lack of curiosity to make sure that they got uh that they at everything you know locally you can't find anyone to find out if there was even one fraudulent ballot cast uh everything has become so secret now the voter rolls and the voter information and, and voting that 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 is going to another level beyond even HIPAA. I mean, it used to be and still is pretty much HIPAA, which is, you know, all your health records are protected and privacy of that. And instead, what they've they've gone overboard with voting that that it's somehow there's no way and it has to be protected. and You can't ever find out uh, who someone voted for. It's the ultimate and, and we know that they are using this to manipulate things. That's what's what's being done. So President Trump, the fact that he's going to be more vocal, he he rallies the base. The more that he's going to get people, this is about 2022. That's what it's about. You know, we don't know what's going to happen in 2024. What we do know is we need people engaged. The media, the Democrats, the progressives, they want him to just go away. He's not going to go away. 
And the fact is 75 million people voted for President Trump. And he was right on a lot of different things, whether it was how that virus escaped out of the lab in Wuhan to the fact that you got to reopen things. You can't just let the economy, you can't let the, the cure uh, be worse than the disease. He was right on a lot of those things. And he's not wrong with the voting, especially locally. They In Massachusetts, a lot of people in mass vote in New Hampshire. That shouldn't be allowed. They use their their uh, summer homes or ski homes to vote because they know they don't have to worry about it in mass. In Rhode Island, uh, it is not regulated. Our elections are not legitimate because they they break the rules so much and it's not looked at into. So he's not going anywhere. He is back on the scene. All right. We have a lot more ahead right here on the John DePietro show. Well, it's a challenge to run your business these days. Maybe you need to find the right type of workers. Why not let MEGA professionals find them for you? Call MEGA professionals today, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 508-336-7801. MEGA, M-E-G-A, professionals, 508-336-7801. Maybe if you need workers, maybe you have workers that won't come back to work. You need drivers, certified help, part-time full-time, maybe weekend work. You need the professionals at MEGA Professionals. Let them find the workers for you. They screen them all out. They send them right over to you. Serving Rhode Island, Massachusetts, call them today, 508-336-7801. Maybe you need mechanics or skilled labor or warehouse workers, office workers, professionals, even those in the healthcare profession. MEGA Professionals, call them today, 508 508- 336-7801. Again, 508-336-7801. You focus on your business. Let MEGA professionals help you find the workers. MEGA professionals, 508-336-7801. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional? has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. It's spring and time to call J. Cannell Engineering today at 401-351-7600. J. Cannell Engineering, licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. You know, pretty soon it'll be warm. It'll be hot. Why not have central air for your home? Call J. Cannell Engineering today, 401-351-7600. Remember, with JKL, estimates are free. Financing is available, both residential and commercial. In the wintertime, JKL, they can reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. It's going to be a hot summer. Call JKL Engineering today. Be nice and cool in your home this summer. Call JKL, 401-351-7600. For 54 years, JKL's reputation, second to none, especially for technical expertise and customer satisfaction. JKL. They do it right. They do it right the first time. They're an approved National Grid VPI installer. JKL is also a Navian certified factory dealer called JKL for system replacement, oil to gas, or for a heat pump. Estimates are free. Financing is available, both residential and commercial. Call JKL Engineering today for Light for Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 401 351 7600. 401 351 7600. It's JKL Engineering. Folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, which is uh, DePietro.com. It's time for Politics This Week. Joining me, he is the managing editor for AnchorRising.com. It's Justin Katz. And Justin, let's start off with uh, this mother in South Kingstown, Nicole Solis, who she uh, kind of going along. She's got a, just a People may be familiar with the story. Got a lot of attention last week. Even got national attention last week. But where the really story takes off is she's been trying to find out. She's heard about some of the things they teach at the school where she's going to send her daughter to kindergarten in the fall. And um, she's getting no reaction as she's trying to get more information. 
about the curriculum, exactly what is taught. She's hearing this stuff about, you know, they don't use gender and lots more info and gets basically no response, blowing her off. She wants to go on a tour of the school, then we'll give her a tour. So they then finally tell her, listen, if you want answers to these things, you have to file these uh, app requests, which are public records. And then so she has a number of different questions. So she starts sending them and then uh, she's either not getting answers or not getting the answers she likes. And they, they the school committee is to get so upset. They actually put in the agenda that they're going to think about taking legal action against her because of the number of requests she was submitting that they told her to submit so um it 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 really boiled over last wednesday at the school committee hearing when then she finally they were there and they decided not to but it's gotten a lot of attention both local and national but let's just uh start off with your reaction to uh, the school committee basically targeting this this mother well, it's it's not surprising. In fact, it's it's gotten worse and worse over, say, the last 10 years. I noticed when, particularly when Gina Raimondo took office as governor, things really start started to go in a, a bad direction. And you also had the attorney general has, has issued some <clears throat> questionable rulings, in my view, about what is and isn't available to the public uh, through APRA. And so we're seeing more and more locally and at the state level just this a reluctance to give over records. And one of the ways they do that, what they first try to do to, to Ms. Sol- Ms. Solis is t- to ask for $10,000 for, for records, um, which is absurd. I mean, these are records that are supposed to be compiled. Uh, there shouldn't be much of any cost to, to get them. And, uh, but that's what they do. They, they issue this, well, we're going to have to look through all this stuff and all these emails. In fairness, she did what a lot of people would do when first discovering the Access to Public Records Act, that's APRA, uh, is she asked a very broad question. Well, let me try to get as much as I can. You know, Give me all the emails related to this topic. And of course, that's going to be a big request. And so rightly, a town or, or school district is going to say, yeah, we're going to have to pay us for that. Uh, what's fascinating, though, is she started to narrow that down into bite-sized bits of information. Uh, and their, their response was to sue her. That's really, that's really quite astonishing. Um, and what, what really strikes me, and I, I wrote about this on anchorizing.com, is the view we're getting of how this works. I mean, I think it, it was either the Boston Globe or the Province, I think the Province Journal uh, quoted uh, this guy named Tim Ryan, who was really almost not connected to this at all. He's a lobbyist for the Association of School Superintendents. uh, And they they quoted him calling uh, her un-American and claiming she wants to disrupt the schools. And it's really, it's amazing to watch the whole kind of system, the insider system that they've built, turn around to try to swat away somebody who's annoying them. And that's that's really, at the end of the day, what this is. It's, It's people who think they run the state in just trying to make a problem go away. And it's usually not an issue because most often, you know, the local media won't cover these stories until it gets really heated. And then you get, uh, you, the people will eventually just go away or, or people will, thanks to the slander of this, the public officials, people will start to look at them as kind of kooks. Uh, and that, that kind of puts an end to it. So the insiders in Rhode Island are used to getting away with this. And it's fascinating to see them not this time. Touch on the, um, the 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 person saying i think she's un-american and expand on that a little bit well that's tim ryan he's a lobbyist and one of his clients is the association of school committees and what these associations are there may be a, a half a dozen or a dozen of them i mean a half a dozen that that the taxpayers ultimately fund i'm thinking of the school superintendents there's one for principals there's the school committee lobbyist there's the league of cities and towns and basically these are just lobbyists, insiders who charge your city and your town and your school district thousands of dollars a year to, to lobby in the interest of the government, not in the interest of the people, in the interest of the town government, the school committee. Uh, and so this Tim Ryan gets, according to, uh, as I reported on Anchorizing, he gets about 10000 he gets $10,000 a year from the Association of School Superintendents to lobby for them, uh, and apparently in his duties is slandering local parents who are who are raising uncomfortable questions. Uh, so that, but he's really part of this system that we're funding as taxpayers to fight against us in the interests of 
government. It's really a kind of a perverse uh, incentives thing. Uh, but that, that's who he is. And you'll see him if you pay attention lobbying, he'll, he'll go testify on bills uh, in the interest of school superintendents. And again, we pay for that. I, I know in Tiverton, I tried to get the school committee to stop funding that. And the school superintendent insisted he needed that association. And they all do. It's just their insider club. Justin, what's amazing, and again, folks, our segment is Politics This Week with me, Justin Katz, managing editor, anchorising.com. What's also amazing is, I mean, they're the ones that put her name on the agenda. That's what really kicked this thing to the next level. And then because it was building towards Wednesday, to actually, like, the, to think that people in charge, that was their idea to put her name. This could have all been handled, I believe, but thing, uh, by the way, behind the scenes. Uh, but that's what really kicked it in gear. And then there was a local blog that wrote about it, pretty well-known, Legal Insurrection, because there was suddenly now the agenda was whether or not they were going to take legal action against her. Well, as a result of that, um, Fox and Friends booked her. And then as a result of Fox and Friends and its critical race theory, and it's so unusual that they're thinking of suing a mother for requesting public documents – that uh, Tucker Carlson booked her. And then that led to what I would, I think it's one of the most bizarre interviews I have ever heard. It was local. I didn't hear it live. I then heard it because then they actually put it online for people to listen. But Tara Granahan had the mother on and was just badgering her, demanding to know how she had been booked on Fox and Friends. And I mean, anyone that follows it, it, you know, the way and as the host of a local show, it's it's not that much different what they do it on a national level, which, you know, you see something you think, boy, that's kind of different. That's uh, interesting. You then reach out to the person. And um, I, it was just the most bizarre over over half of the interview was her badgering. Nothing to do with Nicole and whether or not she's in the right, but basically like going after her for appearing on Fox, which is. If you watch Fox and Friends or any show, it it happens all the time where they see a story in the news and then contact the person. So I wanted to hear your reaction, uh, though, to that. Again, I, I think I can't believe it was just be it's not even unprofessional. The whole thing was just so bizarre in the nature of it. Yeah, I think what makes it seem that way and makes it bizarre is what it really displayed to me was was Tara Granahan, just how narrow her window is yes. of media and politics. It's very, very narrow. I, was, I almost I almost laughed out loud when she's saying, oh, well, normally what happens is a local news station will cover it and then you'll get to Fox. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> Insurrection has a more direct line to Fox News than WPRI, WJAR. Absolutely. That's right. That's the thing. She kept saying, I don't, I've never heard of this. For people who don't know, Legal Insurrection is a blog. It's been around, I don't know, 15 years or so. I've known the, the writer since for, for that long, uh, William Jacobson. He's a Cornell law professor who also lives in, who lives in Barrington. And he recently was on Tucker Carlson himself because he started a database of all crazy critical race theory things at colleges. Um, I think it's criticalracetheory.com or something like that. But it's, it's so obvious how this came to be and yet if you take out that piece of this major blog it's not some little known thing if you take that piece out sure it seems like a mystery and so Tara Granahan saying are you part of a group were they lobbying for you were they pushing you were they promoting you how did that happen well no it's it's very obvious what happened Nicole Solis is researching this critical race theory stuff in schools. She would have obviously come across a website dedicated to critical race theory in schools. She contacted William Jacobson probably and said, hey, I've, I've got a story you might be interested in in South Kingstown. He put up, he let her put up a post on his blog. Boom, there you go, you're on Fox. I mean, exactly. it's, not, it's yeah. not a mysterious thing. Um, and But no, there's gotta be a group. But, but and the, the thing that strikes me also about the way news media people construct these stories in her head it's the issue <laughs> that's what it is everybody's interested in critical race theory it's a hot issue there's right. another uh, there's a viral video last week on from tiktok it was a black father and his daughter and he's saying how horrible critical race theory is that went viral i think he was on fox news i mean that's it's the issue is the thing and so yeah a lot of groups i'm sure came behind her because they're interested in the issue too and they helped promote the story just like 
Tara Granahan's promoting this story. It aligns with their interests as a group, and they are. But what's, what's, it's just fascinating, and it, it goes right along. So you've got the school committee saying she's racist and she's part of some dark group, and that's what the she's un-American. That's what the, the lobbyist Tim Ryan was saying. There, that's their line. Is you're not you're not just some parent who's trying to do do right by your kids and on your community and understand what the ideology they're pushing at the school. No, you must be some secret activist who's funded by the Koch brothers. And I mean, I've been getting for this for 20 years, and that's why you're that's why you're doing this. And that's not how it is at all. But it just it falls right into place of this this narrative that they've got because it helps them scare other people off of it to think oh this person's just infiltrating your community <laughs> they're trying to make this this is they're trying to destroy your school with a distraction for a national agenda of racists and it's just it's just bizarre frankly to hear i mean wpro has been as long as i've been paying attention sort of the uh, a hub for you know conservative or at least center right and alternative views uh, and it seems to be getting less and less that way and the, the idea that that one of their daytime hosts wouldn't well first of all wouldn't know about legal insurrection and second of all would would take her own ignorance of that website to be evidence that that it's not significant it really just it, it shows how how much the insiders are really that they're like this little cocoon uh, of of people in their bubble and uh, to mix metaphors and, and, and it, it ends up creating this impression that there are dark forces out there and it was it was really um, to her credit Nicole Sola said you know what it's not about me right. I want to talk about the issue yes and I, Tara Granahan took that as suspicious oh I'm surprised you don't want to talk about the exciting phone call you got from Fox and Friends like whatever I, it was a producer probably like a yeah, third of course. Person. Are you available at 1030 on Sunday or on Friday or whatever it was? I, that was all it was. It wasn't. A, I'm sure it was exciting. I'm sure it was scary. But she wants to bring it back to the issue. But even that, it's like a Sololinsky thing almost. It's it's your concentrate on the person, not the issue. But even her saying, I don't want to talk about me. It's not about me. It's about the kids. Oh, it's not about you. you oh, must very. Aha. Yeah, you're right. the, the, it was the school committee that made it about Nicole because they put her name on the agenda that they were going to discuss her. That they're the ones that made it about her. But, yeah, exactly. And 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 on top of that, but and you're exactly right about the insistence of why wasn't this on Channel Twelve? Well, it, they then did cover on Wednesday night. It was the school committee because. You know, the, the why isn't anything. It's because they sit, you know, in a conference room and say, all right, let's go cover this fire or let's go cover that. Or and they, you know, I'm sure they don't follow something like like that, but they did once it hit like that. But, Justin, you're exactly right. And, and it was Nicole trying to say, can't we just talk about the issue? But she would not have it keep going towards this. You know, it's like the vast right wing conspiracy thing. No, are you are you with some group? Very, how ahead. could you not want to talk about yourself basically I mean, yeah you know, it, it's got to be but but that's what's fascinating is you get this kind of it's some people call it a kafka trap where if you say you're innocent it proves you're guilty uh, and that's exactly what it becomes is no you must have this secret group and the fact that you won't, don't want to talk about yourself means that you really don't want us to discover that you're part of a secret group so you must be hiding it it's just you, you can't win and the the only thing to do, I guess, is, is is to try to educate people. You know, there is a whole other world. There's a whole other world of opinions out there and people who publish those opinions and share stuff on social media. Uh, it's, and that's a, it's a study in itself because we hear again and again how we're so divided and everybody watches their own. You watch Fox or you watch MSNBC and you see completely different stories and everybody knows this. So I, it's amazing that we can't adjust <laughs> to understand that it's real and it's going to affect, you know, Maybe you don't know what legal instruction is. That doesn't mean it doesn't exist. It's it's strange. Folks, quick break. A lot more politics this week with Justin Katz right here on the John DePietro Show. MEGA truck and trailer repair. Call them today. Commercial trailers, diesel equipment. Serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 508-336-2110. 508-336-2110 for MEGA, M-E-G-A, mega truck and trailer repair as i said commercial trailers diesel equipment free estimates fhwa inspections and rhode island state inspection station trailer pickup and delivery 24-hour mobile service 
serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. It's MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, 508-336-2110, 24-hour mobile service, and also ABS repairs, brakes, doors. Listen, if it's on a trailer, MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair, they can repair it. Call them today, 508-336-2110, 508-336-2110. It's MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business, you could receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional. And she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at InnoVest Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401 401- 321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. We're in an accident. Someone hits your vehicle. It's damaged in some way. Pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Folks, as you're riding along, you just never know. You could be dealing with a drunk driver, someone not paying attention. How about the people texting and driving? If you ever damage your vehicle, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. Several reasons. One, they'll handle everything for you. Two, they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. And three, they'll make your car. It'll look like it just rolled out of the showroom. West Fountain Auto Body. Call them, 401 272 3340. Did someone damage your vehicle, whether it's a small fender bender or nearly total vehicle? West Fountain will restore your vehicle, get it back on the road. Call them today, 401-272-3340. And remember, if you're having an accident, first thing you want to do, call the police, fill out a police report. If the tow truck shows up, tell them, let's get this vehicle over to West Fountain, 401-272-3340. Our segment is Politics This Week. With me is Justin Katz, Managing Editor, AnchorRising.com. Justin, last week I got tipped off and uh, I went down there to Kennedy Plaza and lo and behold, there it is without any type of press release or fanfare uh, on the pavement uh, right up there on the road at, at Kennedy Plaza on the street is a giant Black Lives Matter mural, mural, excuse me, which uh, Mayor Lorza was basically behind the scenes and having done but very interesting, didn't announce to the media he was going to have this done. And I'm anxious to hear some of your thoughts on it. Well, to me, it seems a lot like it, it reminded me of when the Supreme Court uh, ruled on same-sex marriage and uh, Obama at the time was a president and bathed the White House in a, a rainbow. It's it's really a, kind of a statement of of progressive dominance you know we we own these streets basically uh and that's i i, I find it worrisome I, I, that that they're doing that sort of thing i mean it, to, to try to say i mean everybody we all agree that black lives matter as a proposition uh but it's a group it's a group and it's part of a, a kind of a marxist ideology uh and so i, I it's it's disappointing that you know you, you do wonder it's to kick off Pro- pvd fest apparently um but you wonder what other groups, what other groups get to paint a street with their ideology as a show, you know, uh, as a show of Providence diversity. A lot of people here with different views come and live in Providence, and that's wonderful. Well, of course, that's not what they want. They don't want diversity of thought. Uh, so, I mean, those are my thoughts. And I, I think it is kind of strange that Alorza wouldn't wouldn't promote it more. I mean, that we wouldn't hear about it before, but it could be wanting to get it through the door without without any prior controversy until it's a done a done deal i think you're right and i think that's interesting and it also does justin katz kind of set up a dangerous precedent of kind of like well once it's done then i'll make the big announcement and then they said oh and then we'll have more details there but you know what about the element of following a process what if there's i i know that like the rhode island coalition for israel uh they were upset with the group because of their position with the palestinians it's um, it's really a way of that. There's there's no discussion. This is what's being done, because quote, it's the right thing to do, and you know, even if you have reservations about it, uh, the group right now is 
it's coming under fire because some of the the national figures anyway, just with some of the with their uh, handling of resources and funds and so forth. But but it is um, I think it also shows kind of the inset to Alorza, which is it's kind of under the guise of like, you know, beg for permission afterwards as opposed to seeking any type of agreement. Uh, I'm in charge. We're doing this. By the way, this is expensive as well. This is the Council of Arts. These aren't even really members of the, the group doing it. These are people that I went down there. They're you know carving into the sidewalk. It's pretty elaborate. But again, n- none of this, if there was someone that objects to it or doesn't like it, th- their opposition or thought on it is is completely irrelevant in, in an administration with Mayor Lorza. Yeah, it's, it's a you don't matter is basically the message. Uh, yeah. And I, I, I we're seeing that more and more. And it makes me it also makes me think of in Barrington a few months ago where they raised the Black Lives Matter flag on a I think it was a veterans um, monument or flag post. And the one of the key complaints there was, OK, well, what's the process here? How do I get my flag on that on that pole? If, if now this is a public a public ability to put your your group's flag up. How do I apply to do that? And that's that's kind of a question here, right? I mean, it's not only did we not get to did anybody not get to object to painting this on the street because through some hearing process, but okay, well, what if what if I want to do this? What if somebody else wants to put to display their their group or their heritage or their whatever on the streets? How, what's the process for that? The process for that is to just be progressive. And have a progressive mayor, and there you go. You you get what you want, uh, and nobody gets to say otherwise. And it, it shows how. I mean, for all their talk of democracy and diversity, their progressives are offer the complete opposite. I mean, they 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 offer you don't count, and we don't want to hear what you have to think. That's basically what it comes down to, and that's that's the message. And unfortunately, they're grafting that message onto what ought to be a pretty universal proposition that lives matter. Yes, lives matter. Uh, but when you start making that a political statement to say that some voters don't matter, some residents don't matter, that's, uh, it's just kind of a perverse way to, to, to go about things. And I, I do wish more and more people would, would push back. Maybe the Providence needs a Nicole Solis. I, I think you're right. Folks, another quick break, a lot more. Justin Katz, managing editor, anchorising.com. Our segment is politics this week, right here on the John DePietro Show. Spring is here. Time to contact Bethel Certified Softwash. You can text Jared a free estimate at 401-617-2585. Bethel Certified Softwash. They have a great website. It's RhodeIslandSoftwashing.com. Outside your home, let's get rid of the grime and the stains, maybe some of that, that green algae and moss and mildew that build up over the course of the winter, call Bethel Certified Soft Wash today. Again, outside your restaurant or your home or a roof or a deck or a patio or a walkway, it's Bethel Certified Soft Wash. Remember, it's biodegradable. It's plant safe. Look for them on Facebook, Bethel, B-E-T-H-E-L. Their Facebook page, the before and after, are just tremendous. Contact them today for a free same-day text estimate, 401 617 2585 401-617-2585. Again, remember, they have a great website. It's Rhode Island softwashing.com. Bethel certified soft wash and power wash. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Care Naturals at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. Mega Logistics. They're there to help you. Give them a call today, 401-431-2300. MEGA, MEGA Logistics. If you have freight, you need freight, goods, third-party brokers for your company, warehousing and transportation. How about custom freight, supply chain management, routing, 
bill auditing, customer developing, proven track record with Fortune 500 companies, you can depend on MEGA, MEGA Logistics. Call them today, 401-431-2300. 401-431-2300. Does that sound like your company? Maybe you have freight or you need freight goods, third-party brokerage, warehousing, transportation, custom freight. They have the experience. Call them today. MEGA Logistics, 401-431-2300. Our segment is Politics This Week. With me is Justin Katz, Managing Editor, AnchorRising.com. Justin, where do you think we are in uh, COVID? Um, the, the, the governor, Governor McKee, still had a COVID briefing last week. Granted, I, I don't think it was carried by the TV stations, which may have surprised them. Um, but where do you think we are? Because I think now we've entered a little bit phase of confusion of I was in a store. There's still a lot of people wearing masks. Um, you go to a restaurant, there's certain health that is still wearing masks, which is fine. But where do you think we are in the, the COVID battle? I, I think it's on the well, I mean, in reality, I think it's done. I think we, we've reached a level of herd immunity. And any, anyway, we're heading into the summer when it would have faded. Um, but I, so I, I think we're, we're over the hump and we're in the clear. Uh, as, a, as a sort of political and cultural matter, I, I agree. There's a lot, there's still a lot of confusion. I mean, technically, if you haven't been vaccinated, you're supposed to be wearing masks and such. But I, I know I've been surprised at how few people were, especially in the Northeast here, Rhode Island and Massachusetts, uh, where you'd, you'd think there'd be a lot more Karens and a lot more people uh, holding on to the mask as an ideological statement. Um, so I guess, well, a Catholic church is probably not a place where you're going to get a whole lot of those people. But um, <laughs> but I've, I've been kind of surprised how few people are wearing masks. But I, I think so. I think people have, have taken the all right, we're done <laughs> is the I think the overall attitude that's that's growing out there. And, and that's good. It's how it should be, because uh, we're more and more information is I mean, this, we all knew this, but more and more uh, quote experts are acknowledging that when you've caught the virus, you have immunity. In fact, France and uh, has already, I believe, and the UK is now considering saying that you you need one shot of the of a of the vaccine if you've had COVID, and then you're considered immune. Um, so more and more, of that consensus is growing. So people who've had it in the clear, people who have been vaccinated in the clear, we're at the point now where that's got to be a very substantial majority of all people and if you remember all those little diagrams they showed us when they were trying to flatten the curve for two weeks last year that that stops a virus it just can't get to people uh, and so I, I think it's unfortunately it's taking government and institutions a little longer to to acknowledge that i suspect though my my sense is once we're through the school year which is a, we're only a few weeks out from that i think a lot of that will go away because some of it's just I, I suspect some of the thinking in the background is, well, let's let's just keep this going long enough to get to the summer, and that way the schools don't have to adjust and we don't have to deal with any of that those headaches or controversies. Um, but I, I think once schools are out, we're going to see a lot of at least figurative mask burning, if not literally people out in the streets burning masks. We're still dealing with though the fallout of the worker shortage, and you think about it now, it makes no sense the Biden administration is giving people the extra pay to basically have the summer off and not have to work. No, no, that it, it certainly doesn't make any sense. And I mean, Rhode Island, they recently passed a law to allow people to work and still get money. I, there, there's an argument for that um, to just a way to get people back in. But I, I don't know. I'm starting to see stories where large 84% or so of people are reluctant to go back to full-time work. Well, but you can understand. I mean, it's work. That's why they pay you. It's because you, you wouldn't do it if, if they weren't paying you. So a lot of people don't want to do it. But uh, there's going to be, a, I think, a rude awakening for a lot of people when they get to the point where the, the benefits are cut off, um, which, which, which I think is going to, going to force some people to go back to work. Maybe not all of them. I mean, I know a lot of it comes down to the... The, the way the left is trying to construct these things. So you mentioned the Biden administration. They're also uh, part of their stimulus package was, I think it's a few hundred dollars a month, $250 a month for each child as a, they call it a tax credit for each 
child you have. Each month you're going to get a check, which that stops being stimulus. It's not, definitely not a tax cut. It's welfare. Uh, and that, that's part of what they're, I think, trying to, to transform the COVID catastrophe into is a, a level of dependence. I, th I think uh, they may, a lot of the Democrats and on the left, folks on the left don't necessarily care if people go back to work. They kind of like the idea of them depending on government. They certainly like the idea of having government with enhanced powers. And that's one area where McKee really needs to face more pressure is we are clearly whether it's still a problem, still somewhat a quote crisis, we're clearly not in an emergency. And so it's time, past time for the governor to relinquish his enhanced powers. And that especially trickles down to local areas um, where they're still having meetings by Zoom in a lot of cases and you can't speak. Uh, that, that all in the end, town halls in the East Bay are still closed. You need an appointment. Uh, that all has to go away very soon, but it'll probably be the last. I mean, it's just like just like economies. The government is always the last to suffer and the first to first to recover around here. I think we're going to see the same thing with COVID. They're they're going to be the very last to say, okay, we're fully open now, and you can enjoy all of your rights. Justin, I just think back when we when we do hit the fall. Um, I also think, by the way, COVID. It's going to be. There's still a lot of people that didn't get uh, or aren't getting. Uh, the vaccination. I think it's going to be a little seasonal as we in the fall start to move more indoors. I think it's going to spread a little bit more. I think you're still going to see pushback regarding the schools because it, it has become a, a level of a bargaining unit for the teachers unions. And I think you're still going to see these when you have these um, large number of people that are getting accustomed to getting paid not to work. I don't think you just flip the switch off. I think there's going to be arguments and discussion that a lot of these people that it should be extended through the fall and that this start will just start to become like the new normal so I, i'm not convinced that that they're going to suddenly just end the payments in the in the fall i'd actually be surprised if they do it's at the the 300 dollars enhanced unemployment yes. from the feds yeah. yeah that i i at the federal level, I, I tend to think you're right. And I, we're, we're getting, we're, if the more, the, the more blue states like New England and, and all that, the more they latch on with the Democrats in Washington to try to keep this change in culture going, I think the more we're going to get a classic uh, test from federalism where the red states, the conservative and Republican states are saying, you know what, we're not even going to allow you to get that 300 bucks from the, from the federal government. We're not going to extend unemployment. You're getting back to work. There you go. People don't necessarily want to hear that. It's sort of like when I tell my kids, you, you have a test tomorrow, you have to go study, put your phone down. Uh, people don't want to necessarily hear that. You've got to go back to work. Sorry, you're a grown up. Um, but what's going to happen in the long run, and more and more businesses are going to be uh, to be closing down and, and, and saying, I can't afford to increase my pay to the point right. that I would actually get employees because the margin just doesn't allow for it. To progressives, that's, that's nirvana because everything then becomes through the government. Uh, and it shows how evil the, the business owners were because they won't take a loss in, in their own finances in order to keep the business going and paying employees salaries that the market otherwise wouldn't bear. Um, but I, I think in the long run, we're looking at a, a very unhealthy economic situation. And, you know, you just kind of have to hope that, that at least Governor McKee is, is, economically savvy enough to understand that that's where that's going to go. But then then we run into our unique political problem here where he's terrified of being primaried by a progressive uh, and losing. So he's he's kind of putting any rational business experience right. he has under a barrel. I mean, that, that's one of his advantages is he has that experience. He has that knowledge and we can trust him to understand that perspective. But it's like that, you know, that light he has for anybody who's on the, on the right or in a business, he's, he's, he's hiding it because that's, that's going to get him primaried and kicked out even before the next election. And uh, finally, in uh, the, the state education minister, uh, Angelica Infante Green came out with some accusations last week, Justin Katz, that uh, some of the racist talk, one of her top assistants also was saying that some of the racist talk now, this is stuff that you and I have seen for a long time. The unions, boy, they have embraced social media. They set up fake accounts. They troll people. They put out false information. They just attack someone. 
Um, she's kind of falling into the Twitter universe a little bit by this. But what do you make of her accusations that what's really going on here is there there are some uh, the unions, especially it's the Providence Teachers Union, that they are going after her because, you know, uh, that in fact, she happens to be uh, Latina, that uh, she's saying I, she looks more like the students. What do you what do you make of her accusations? Well, honestly, I, I doubt she even believes it. I mean, this is this is all pretty milquetoast stuff. I don't, sorry, I don't know if that's racist or not. Uh, that's that cliche. Uh, but it's all pretty basic. This is stuff anybody I, I've faced it. You've definitely faced it. Um, this is basic stuff from these from these labor unions. Um, calling setting up a, an account called Angelica with the accent is not racist. It's just par for the course right. for these childish uh, activists in the labor in a teachers union. That's where she ought to be focusing. Is these are the people who are representing our teachers who teach our children. I mean that's that's bad enough. So I think it's 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 kind of disappointing to see this i'm a woman of color and they used it they're making fun of my accent like, no you you have you use that accent in your name i mean there's the the accent above the e in her name they just copied that uh and it, it's i don't know it, it's such a distraction to me to try to weasel out of to, to gain leverage by playing a race card there just point the finger at, at their immaturity and that that'll be enough i i think and that, so I, i'm with her on on all of it but the, the race card i think was was kind of unnecessary there yeah and and especially it's it's about the contract it's about money it's about power they are not interested in what they don't care whether the test scores improve or don't improve the only thing they care about is that the, the the fact that right now they don't have a contract, the next contract, uh, we saw this with Commissioner Gist. You saw with Peter, uh, with uh, I think it was with Wagner. This it it doesn't matter. The the only it is frightening that these are supposed to be people of education, but it's it's not about that. It's stopping about that. It's all about it's all justified in their minds. If it can bully someone, get rid of them, and then they can get the contract they want. Yeah, it's uh, it's by any means necessary. Whatever yeah. they have to do to move and push and persuade and bully uh, to get the next contract, that's that's what they'll do. And I, I think that the the one area of Infanta Green's um, commentary that I think hit the hit the nail on the head where she ought to put her focus is I when she said I look like the students that were failing I mean, that's the real that's the real you're failing the students and that's where that that focus has to be and I it's it's really uh, along with the this is why I, I I don't like that she reinforced the racist angle because I mean there, another story in the last week or so I, I wrote about on Anchor Rising was the that prism group the Providence Student Union or how, yeah. whatever that and they they they're putting up bulletin boards around Providence. Uh, they've got a 23 points of a, a student's bill of rights. And not one of them is we have a right to an ad adequate education. It's all, mm. we have a right to diversity. We have a right to free buses, but it's mostly the diversity. And the, no, if that's what you're focusing on in Providence as a student, that proves that, I mean, that just to me, that comes right back to the progressives and the labor unions who are very, very closely connected at this point. That's how they're distracting the students from demanding and parents from demanding their rights. They're saying, they're saying, hey, look, you need to go protest for diversity. No, how about you protest for just getting a uh, getting a, a decent education? And if 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 the professionals who are giving you the providing that education happen to think that this or that type of learning is important, the fact that it's not differentiated or, or diverse doesn't matter if, if you're going to learn by reading a handful of books from old white men that's good you want to learn and to so it's, it's just it just goes right back to how progressives are are destroying our society and the thing that the the labor unions kind of teach is that they have a financial interest in it that's why they, they get that contract and the playing the race card on their end gets them that contract and i think that that's really a, an area that needs a lot more focus from the education Folks. commissioner and all of us. Folks, he is the managing editor at anchorising.com, Justin Katz. Justin, great job, and we will talk to you again. Great to talk with you, John. 
For all your tree needs, call the tree trimming experts in Lincoln. It's Yankee Tree Service. Call them today for a free quote, 401-439-6028. Yankee Tree Service, 401-439-6028. Fully insured tree removal company with a licensed arborist. Yankee Tree Service, they provide various tree services, including tree removal, pruning, land clearing, stump grinding, and bobcat service. Check out their website, yankeetreeservice.com. Whether it's for tree removal or stump grinding, Yankee Tree Service provides stump grinding so you can enjoy your landscape without the eyesore of old stumps. Tree pruning. You know, many times a tree just needs to be pruned instead of completely cut down. The licensed arborists with Yankee Tree Service, they'll help you decide what's the best treatment plan for your tree emergency service or bucket truck service they'll get up in the bucket call yankee tree service today for a free quote 401-439-6028 or online at yankeetreeservice.com i can breathe clearly now my mask is gone Nothing but a big smile for all to see Gone is the Fauci mask I had to wear My lungs will be full, full, full of beautiful air My lungs will be full, 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 full of clean air my lungs will be full, full of beautiful air. My lungs will be full, full of clean air. My lungs will be full, of beautiful It's spring, and Lawn Doctor of Rhode Island is your lawn care company. Call them today for a free quote, 401-392-1025. Check out their website, lawndoctor.com. Your best lawn ever, guaranteed. Call them now. Get that spring program. You have the fertilizer, then you guaranteed broadleaf crabgrass control. Your best lawn ever guaranteed call lawn doctor today check out their website lawndoctor.com or call them 401-392-1025 this portion of the john DePietro show folks is brought to you by brother's disposal call brother roland today now offering weekly trash collection services brother's disposal look for them on facebook they have those purple dumpsters and the facebook page stands out purple and yellow brother's disposal Again, offering weekly trash collection services. Call for an estimate, 401-688-0517. 401-688-0517. Come on, brother. Call Brother's Disposal today. Put a purple dumpster in your driveway. Maybe you're doing some spring cleaning, or maybe you want to clean out that basement, the garage, the attic. Call Brother's Disposal today. Get a purple dumpster in your driveway, 401 401- Six eight eight zero five one seven, and remember now offering weekly trash collection services. Call for an estimate. It's Brother's Disposal four zero one six eight eight zero five one seven.